0: Our learning is dedicated by Yonatan Hirsch. Nishma Nishmas, his father, Shalom ben Lewis. He was someone who was very kind and he knew how to bring simcha to everything. May his neshama have a tremendous aliyah. It's also sponsored by Yaron Hasid and success in his business from mlsworldwide.com. Bracha v'atzlacha. Okay, we're going to discuss the usage of a, a river, if it can be used as a mikveh. So, if it was used for, um, you know, uh, vessels, vessels, if you want to tovel them in a, in a, in a mikveh, they need to be kosher, just like uh, if a woman needs to use a mikveh, it has to be met to that standard. So the Pasuk that we have regarding usage of a mikveh is in uh, Sefer Vayikra, Perk Yud Aleph, Pasuk Lamed Vav. It says, Ach no bor mikveh mayim tahor. However, uh, but a but a spring or a cistern, a gathering of water remains clean. That 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 is what brings purity. And from the fact that now a mayan it means a well, a spring. So that's generally the idea of water that comes upwards from the ground, and that it's a flowing water spring. So that um, is compared in the same pasuk with mikveh mayim, water which is a gathering of water, as it translated it. And that now Mikveh Mayim refers to water, like, let's say, rainwater, which is staying in one place. The Torah's in one like, uh, from the Chazal, they explained that water which is gathered in one place, like rainwater, it can't be that it was handled by man or by man's you know, vessels or the like. It has to be that it was made shemaim from the heavens, meaning that we, it's all natural without any usage of vessels to gather that water. Therefore, rainwater can only be used for a mikvah. Again, if it has the measurement, it needs to be a certain measurement, uh, which 40 sa, which is, the Talmud says, three amas high, three cubits high, one one wide and one deep. So if it, you know, one by one plus by three. If it meets that that measurement, so it still has to be stagnant, the water can't be moving. So now the question will be, if we have a river, Where do we assume the water is coming from? Because if we say it's from rainwater, well, the fact that it's moving, it's not going to work because it says mikveh mayim. It says that the water has to be gathered and remaining in one place. But if it's water that comes from a spring from underground, that would be acceptable provided that, you know, the whole thing could be toveled in there and it's done properly. And, you know, more than, you know, simply more than 40 sub, but, you know, rivers are much larger, obviously. So that's that is the question. So indeed, if we were to discuss a river which is made up of basically it's only during the rainy seasons or something, it's only in it only comes from melted snow or it only comes from rainwater. So obviously, such a river would not be good for mikveh at all without any question. Now, what about the rivers that more or less exist year-round? The ones where we know there's, there definitely is some source of spring that, that starts off the river. But there's also, or there's various springs within the river. But there's also definitely rainwater, as most, rain, as most rivers definitely will get some rainwater as well, or melted snow as well. Can we use that for a mikveh? So, there is... Um, of course, this topic has a lot of opinions and many Rishonim that discuss it. Um, we have the view of Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam basically takes a Gemara in Becharis, um, and he brings also another Gemara in Tainis. See, there's a Gemara in Tainis, which uh, Dav the Gemara there says that basically all Chavhei and Beis that 25b that all rain water for every drop of rain you have two drops of water that come from the ground so in other words the ground water there's just like there's like moisture in the air and that's when the rain is happening well there's also moisture coming from below so automatically if there will be a river according to that idea we can assume that the river will be majority of water that comes from the source of wear of the ground. Now there's another Gemara which says that the father of Shmuel was concerned that he made a mikvos for his daughters, but he didn't want to make them from river, like river flow water seemingly would be a problem because it could be uh, coming from rainwater. I know a lot of it. And therefore he had to like build mikvos for them. So there seems to be some sort of conflicting view. Shmuel on one place, he's basically holding that rivers are going to be assumably kosher because the majority of the water is coming from uh, sources of spring water. On the other place, it's seemingly saying that he's concerned that, you know, there's a lot of rainwater mixing in there. So Tosus on on, Bichiris, on uh, 55B, the last Tosfos over there, Ainamaim. So then, Rebbeinu Tam says we basically we follow the view that that the main the main approach is like what it says in the Gemara in Tainis that all rain flow that comes down, there's always more water coming from the ground. So therefore, any atypical water, even in the event where we know there's lots of rainwater, we still assume there's more uh, natural flowing spring water, and therefore we like the Rebbeinu Tam says that we can rely on that. Now in the Shulchan Arach, in Yerodeah, Simon Reish Aleph, in the beginning, he brings uh, he brings different opinions on the matter. And instead of me going through the various opinions, I want to just really go to the Kitzer shochanach The Kitzer shochanach which was written by Reb Shlomo Gansfried, and his, his rulings were although written be Kitzar in summarized views, but they were more or less accepted by, uh, by Am Yisrael in a very large degree. So this is in chapter 162, Sif Yudbez, Sif 12, where he basically writes about bottom line, can a person use a river for a mikvah? So he says that many great poskim hold that immersion in a river does not help. So that would be either if a woman need to use it um, or, or vessels, it really doesn't help. That's what that's it, he says. But only when the river size is small so that it is clear that the water flow is only coming from spring water and not rainwater or melted snow that mixed in the river, he says, then you would be allowed to use it. So in other words, he's saying you should be stringent not to rely on river water because I we were afraid of it just being that the moving water is really rainwater, which is moving around, and we said that's not allowed for mikveh. Only, only spring water is allowed to be used if it's in a moving stat, status where it's moving. But if it's a pressing need, the question is, can you rely on, on, on um, a, a river? So he says, in a pressing need, you could rely on it. It has to be, however, that this water... You're, you're going to a place where the river is a strong current. So sometimes what happens is that the river is only, let's say, 15 feet wide or, or the like. However, when it's a rainy time, the, the river will get wider. It'll get to 30 feet wide or something like that. So he says that don't use the mikvah, don't use the river, the parts of it that are, are wider. Why? Because the wider part is probably only coming from... The extra rain flow, and that we don't want to, we don't want to use that as the mikvah. The, the parts that are moving rainwater, but if you go to the parts that are always around, like you know, more in the middle of the river, or the parts that are regular flow throughout the year, so that's probably coming from the spring flow water, which is allowed even if it's moving water. This is really, that's what you should do. Now, um, however, he he says. Um, so, so we could be lenient if if there's a big if there's a big need to rely on, on that opinion. Now, um, and then and then the are Shochna writes for in times of rain, and this is more or less based on the Gemara in uh, Tainis, and as I mentioned, and it's more or less based on what T- Rebbeinu Tam says that the air is full of moisture in times of rain, and the sources of springs increase and become stronger. So therefore, the water in the river is always mostly from underground springs, and the rainwater is therefore the minority. It's nullified within it of the majority of the spring water, and then it purifies, and therefore it's an active kosher mikvah. However, the Ketuzshon, more or less says, that in a place where there is a mikvah, he says, Halila, you shouldn't rely on a, on a river. If you have the option to go to a real uh, mikvah which has Hashkacha without any question, then, then, why, then don't rely on this. And then the Kitzur also says, for example, let's say it was in a place where uh, look, you have no other option. So he says, so, so don't use it during the time when it's raining. Wait it two days or so after the rain stopped to then maybe use it, because then suddenly a lot of the rainwater went away and, and it's now just the normal water. And, um, and, and, and as I mentioned, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch says, go to the middle of the river. And that is basically the view of the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch, if it's possible, try not to use the ends of the river, which are just widened parts. Okay, so you definitely can be more lenient if you're going to the middle of the river. Now, again, how safe is that to use those parts? Again, if you're toveling a vessel, you could go in a boat in the middle of the river and tovel it. I guess that, that would be fine. But if, if, if let's say, someone wanted to tovel, immersing a, in, a, in a river, how safe is that? There also will be other concerns uh, for example, uh, you know how cold, etc. But uh, you know, going in the water, you, you know, if your feet get stuck with mud or stuff like that, those are those are things that have to. How do you know oh, the hair went under the water? These are things which are also side complications, which I'm not even discussing, which are also uh, concerns that would have to be addressed that they're not that they're all done correctly. Now, there is a Chassam Sefer who asks the following question. This is in um, Yerideah from the Chassam Sefer simon 202. And he says, what if you have a river in your city, but you have a kosher mikveh elsewhere? Uh, the mikveh is not so close. It's, it's a good travel, but, but it's available potentially. Can you still rely on the river? So he basically says, no, you really shouldn't do that. And it's more or less as the Kitzer Shulchanan saying, you should go to the out-of-town place. Again, I don't know what how far he's referring to, and in, in his times, they didn't have uh, regular modern traveling methods. But uh, again, he himself also allows the usage of a river if it's really not practical or there's other various concerns. But again, he, it's not to be a matter taken lightly. The Oruch who was very known to be lenient, so also he well, using it for understanding the, the difficulties involved, he finds leniencies. So in his uh, book, in The uh, Laws of Mikvos, 201, um, Sif 42 he basically writes that in a pressing need the ruling that we can give to people is they can follow the lenient opinions more or less like Rabbein Tam also a Trumah Sedesh and another, some other Rishonim um, who basically hold that a person could uh, use a river of a mikvah if they can, they can tolerate the freezing river or or the like they have on whom to rely upon with all that said and done Nowadays, there's another concern that happens. Many rivers today are built off that they have some electric dam, which is at some point in the river, and the the water flow from the river generates it and creates ability of electricity. So it could be that when it's passing through those circuit boards or the like, that it's actually uh, like you're putting it in a cup. And uh, it's passing through vessels. Now, when water, even if it was rainwater or spring water, once it goes into vessels, it's called Mayim sheuvim, uh, drawn water, which will be invalid. So, imagine if you have a certain river, big big river, and at some point there's some dam, and and all the water that goes through it is going through that dam. Well, then that would uh, not a lot, that would make all the continuous water flowing after the dam to be mayim Shuvin, which could not be used. So a person really has to do their research if they really wanted to use any river today to figure out what is the source of the water and is there any electric dams and making sure that the immersion is done correctly and obviously not to rely on any of these things if there are other better options. And also everyone has to look under the circumstances and discuss it with the Rav. I will finish off. There's a letter from the Frida Kareba the Rebbe Rayyats. Um This is in Igris, his Igris Kodesh, Volume 9, Letter 2967, where he writes that even in towns, there were so many towns, they, they were right based upon river, they were based right next to rivers and the like, which, you know, they could rely upon the fact of the leniencies that you could you use the the, the river as a mikvah. and in a an pressing need, some opinions will even allow you tovel even at the far end. Even if that's the part that gets wider during the rainy season. I mean, there, there are lenient pins and very pressing needs. But he says, even though there are those uh, lenient opinions and the like, the communities had Mesiris Nefesh uh, not to rely on rivers and to go with all expenses to build their own kosher mikvos under supervision, despite the difficulties and costs involved. And they wouldn't rely on immersions in a river. So, with that, we, we, you know, again, it gives us extra appreciation of the importance of making sure that the communities have kosher mikvos available.